0: Hi there, it's Rachel Martin and you're listening to Parenting Teens Podcasts. If you're listening to these podcasts, I feel it's safe for me to guess that you're here because you're a parent of a teenager and somewhere along the way it's just not going right. Firstly, I wanted to say well done. Well done for doing something about it. For finding support and looking for advice. That just shows that you care. And most importantly, that you're ready to make things change. Secondly, I want to assure you that you're in the right place. In these podcasts, my sole aim is to share the information that I've learned as a teen and parent counsellor over the years. All I want to do is to help you along this journey so that you can do the very best for your teen. I really hope you enjoy this podcast and thanks ever so much for listening. Hello, welcome back to another podcast. So this month, if you're following my Instagram page, you'll notice that I've been talking about exams and revision, as this is the normal time, in the UK anyway, where kids are facing extra pressure from exams, or just mock exams. So as a parent, it can be a real struggle to understand, do I push them to revise? Do I help them to build a program? Or do I just sit back and let them do it themselves and potentially make a really big mistake? So today I wanted to talk about how you can help. One of the things that has been commented on a lot is understanding your teen's learning style. Um, So if you're not sure what these are, there are four main learning styles. There's auditory which is when you learn through hearing things, visual with your eyes, kinesthetic which is when you learn with your hands and the last is read and write. So understanding which your child is will help you to understand ways to help them. So over the next 10 to 15 minutes I'm just going to go into what they are and some tips of how you can help them with revision through knowing this, but also how you can help yourself with communicating with your team, with reminding them of things, things to keep in the back of your head if you really want to engage them and buy them into an idea of yours. So now you know what the learning styles are, it might be that you don't actually know which one fits to your team. Now heads up here, it could be that they've actually got two, maybe even three out of the four. But there should be one that is a little bit stronger, that they fall to by instinct rather than choice. So a way that you can find out which one your team leans to is to think about if you were to ask them for directions, how would they respond? Somebody who is very auditory is going to be very clear and concise in their instructions. So you go down the road for five minutes, take the second left, and as you go a little further along, the building's on your right. Someone who's a little bit more visual will be more descriptive in how they tell you. As you drive down the road, you're looking for the big tree on your left. Then you'll see there's a letterbox and a phone box. You want to take the next left. As you drive down past the park on your right and the green and the shop, the building will be on your right. That's something more visual. A kinesthetic person will be very They'll be moving a lot when they tell you. It will be like when you're on the plane and you find out where the emergency exits are. So the emphasis will be on showing you how to get there rather than so much on the words. And a reader writer, well, I'd hope you kind of know if your child is a reader writer. Those kind of trends come out quite strongly in people. So now you've worked out what type of learner there are, you want to know, I guess, what you can do about it. So if you find you have a visual learner, when it comes to things like revision for exams and things like that, looking at things like flashcards or getting them to assign pictures to key points in text or highlighting things in a different colour and if you try and colour code certain subjects or things like quotes are in blue, stats are in pink, you kind of get where I'm going with that. Make it as visual as possible and have these visual things up and around so they see them and take it in through their eyes. Potential pothole here, which I think I should let you know about. Don't let them spend ages on an image or selecting an image or drawing the picture that goes next to the key point or making their flashcards really pretty. Visual people can get really drawn into the visual side of things. So just make sure there's a bit of a balance there and you should be fine. If your teen's more auditory, then actually the general way of revising of reading and highlighting and writing notes isn't really going to fit very well with them. So you're looking for something that gives them the sound. So if they could record their notes onto their phone and they can listen to it whilst they sleep. And trust me, this actually really does work. If they could listen to podcasts or videos on their phone around subjects that they find difficult or they want more focus on. Believe me, there are a million and one different videos out there. Um, potential pothole. just make sure they're staying focused on what they need to. The other option is that if they read it aloud. If they read it aloud, they can hear the words. As they hear the words, they'll sink in a little bit more. So there's just a couple of ideas that you might like to suggest. Now, potential pitfall, make sure that these people find a place to study that doesn't give them noise distractions. They focus on noises very quickly, so if they're somewhere that's really noisy, they are going to get distracted off of what it is they're supposed to be doing, so make sure they're somewhere practical that works with their learning style. If your teen's kinesthetic, it can feel a bit difficult to help them with revision, but there are things that you can do. One of the things that I've seen done before is where you write notes on post-its but you only write part of it on each post-it and then like a puzzle, you match up your post-its to make the statement complete or you match up the post-its to make the maths equation complete. Get them moving the post-its around into the right places and this will lean into their hands-on approach. Another good thing is if they can teach it to others so you might not be interested in trigonometry, but if you can sit down for five to 10 minutes and let your kinesthetic child teach you how it works, this is going to be great for them banking it into their memory and being able to regurgitate it again. They'll remember teaching you. They'll remember the questions you ask. They'll remember the whole process. So this one works really well if you've got the time to be able to do it. Another thing that's helpful is If they can walk whilst they learn, kinesthetic people like to move. Sitting still for too long can make them distracted and means that they can look at stuff and daze off into the world of nobody knows and spend hours actually doing nothing. So if they can walk whilst they learn or move about whilst they're learning, it will help again to keep them relaxed and to keep them on point for what they're doing. Again, a potential pitfall Make sure that these people are moving. If they're not moving about when they're learning, then make sure they take a break and do something physical. Stretch, walk, dance, anything. You can even try giving them chewing gum whilst they're learning. Just this simple movement of their jaw will help to keep them focused. And for the last one, read and write. I guess the first one's obviously quite obvious, um, to make your notes from your text, or read the notes you've made during class. You can rewrite it into a language that's a little bit more comfortable for you, um, and make notes or lists in different places can also help. One thing to think about is that charts and pictures and diagrams are not going to be their strong point, so by turning these into words and text, it can help them to understand them a little bit more. A potential pitfall for a read and write, they can get carried away and overload is something that can seriously happen with these guys. So make sure they take a break at regular intervals. Otherwise, there'll be so much information going in, they won't be able to retain it all. So just keep check on them there. So these are my main points for how you can use their learning style to help them with their revision. There's loads of information out there on the web. It's just something to give you a starter for 10. If they start telling you that they're struggling, it's too hard, they don't know how to do it, this gives you a little toolbox of things in your pocket to help them out, to make it a little bit easier for them and to make them feel comfortable with the idea of a revision. If their revision program works and they feel comfortable doing it, they're more likely to adapt it as a coping mechanism they hold on to for the future. So it's well worth putting in a bit of effort here if you can. So, how can all this help you when it comes to communicating and parenting a teen outside of exams? Well, learning styles are a huge part of communication. You'll notice people use words that associate with their learning style in their language, When someone's trying to get your attention, they might say, hey, look, hey, listen. It all kind of fits together when you're aware of what you're looking for. Now, when you're talking to your teen, if you know their learning style, you can use this to your advantage. Their engagement will be higher if you use tricks that tie in to their learning style. Things like chores. If you want your team to do a chore, then make sure the one that you're assigning is one they're gonna be more comfortable with. Hands on for someone who's kinesthetic. Read and write, get them to write the shopping list for the week. Think about it in terms of what they're gonna be able to connect to and you've got a far higher chance of them being more comfortable to do it. When it comes to communicating or reminding them of things, things like visual post-it notes for a visual person Putting a task before they need to do something will help a kinesthetic. After you've brushed your teeth, can you put your shoes on? It follows in an order of things that they're doing. So think about how you can tie these things in. It's not always possible and sometimes it's just a step too far and I get that. But when you have the time to think and you want to get your child to engage and listen with you, it's just a little trick to have up your sleeve It's just one of those things that can make it a little bit easier. And it takes two seconds to structure your language to one that fits with them. On a sneaky side note, this works with all people, by the way. So that includes the people you work with and potentially your boss. So it's always worth remembering and just keeping an ear out to try and understand which side people are from. It'll help you with your confidence. It'll help you with engagement and it will help your team when it comes to their revision. So give it a try. What have you got to lose? If you want any more information on this, as I've said, there's loads of things out there on Google, or just drop me a message. I'm more than happy to talk to anybody who sends a message in. There's many ways to do it, from my Instagram profile, Parenting a Teen. My Inner Strength is my website, and I'm also on Facebook, which is Inner Strength. So let me know if you need anything, Otherwise, I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to click subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Then you won't miss any more episodes that I'm going to record. And a bit of a sneaky preview. Very soon I'm doing a recording with another parent of a teen. Just to see what it's like from their side of the field. And when their doors closed, exactly how their journey went. So click subscribe and make sure you don't miss that episode. I hope you have a fantastic day whatever you're doing and make yourself smart and look after yourself. Thanks. Bye.